God bless you. What a wonderful privilege it is to greet you on this Thanksgiving day. And we pray that this day will be a wonderful day spent with your family, with loved ones. And even if you're alone, I pray that the Spirit of the Lord will accompany you and show you the love that Jesus Christ has for you. It's a joy to have friends. It's a joy to have those who are interested enough to log on westday.org and to share worship with us. God bless you as you go to the word of the Lord. I pray that you'll be blessed by the word that we'll deliver on today. God bless you. We want to look at the life of the Apostle Paul on today. And we want to center our thinking around the subject, Thanksgiving after a storm. In Acts 27 and 41, the Bible says, but striking a place where two seas met, they ran the ship aground, and the prow stuck fast and remained immovable. But the stern was being broken up by the violence of the waves. And the soldiers' plan was to kill the prisoners lest any of them should swim away and escape. But the centurion, wanting to save Paul, kept them from their purpose and commanded that those who could swim should jump overboard first and get to land. And the rest, some on boards and some on parts of the ship. And so it was that they all escaped safely to land. In Acts 28 and 1, the Bible says, Now when they had escaped, they found out that the island was called Malta. And the natives showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and made us all welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he has escaped the sea, yet justice does not allow him to live. But he shook the creature off into the fire and suffered no harm. However, they were expecting that he should swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But after they had looked for a long time and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. Then in Acts 38 and 15, and from there, when brethren heard, they came to meet us as far as Appii Forum and three inns, whom when Paul saw, he thanked God and took courage. Chapter 21 of the Acts of the Apostles describes how Paul came to be the captive and the prisoner that he was when he spoke the words found in Acts 27 and 28. He was taken prisoner in Jerusalem and brutally and cruelly mistreated. He appeared before the Jewish high priest, before the governor, Felix, and before King Agrippa. He also appeared before the Roman procurator, Proceus Festus. After over two years in jail, it was decided that Paul should be sent to Rome for trial. So traveling by ship, they came to the place called Fair Havens, a seaport in the southernmost portion of Crete. 
Paul was divinely warned that it would be dangerous for them to leave that port because of a great storm which would soon arrive. They disregarded Paul's words and launched forth, and soon they were in the midst of a great storm. For 14 days, they were tossed to and fro by the winds and by the waves, and the 276 men on the ship had eaten almost nothing during those days. But God notified Paul that they would survive the storm, and Paul encouraged the men to eat, and he himself took bread and gave thanks to God and began to eat, even in the midst of the storm. Some of you may be in the midst of some kind of storm as you prepare to eat your Thanksgiving dinner, but you, like Paul, should have faith enough to believe that you will survive the storm and give praise and thanks unto God. Sometimes Jesus stills storms, but often there are storms that he allows us to go through. You're going to survive this storm. You're going to make it. Eat. You need your strength to enjoy your miracle. Finally, the waves broke the ship asunder, and some of the crew and passengers began to swim to shore. Others took hold of boards and broken pieces of the ship, and they all made it to the shore on the island of Malta. Soon after landing, Paul was getting sticks for the fire to warm himself and to warm those who were with him, and he was bitten by a poisonous snake. Some of you are sad because so many things are going wrong, but Paul's experience makes what you're going through like kindergarten is to graduate school. In the midst of all this, Paul was encouraging others, praying for the sick. Some of the believers came to see Paul while he was in Appii Forum, and Paul was so encouraged by their visit that he paused to pray a prayer of thanksgiving. The Bible says when Paul saw them, he thanked God and took courage. Paul encourages us to give thanks in every circumstance. In spite of bad conditions, give thanks. Paul thanked God in the absence of material possessions. He thanked God when things were rough. He thanked God when he was a lonely prisoner. I've learned in whatever state, Paul said, I am to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Paul said in Philippians 4.11, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Give thanks because of the good conditions that God has placed you in. In the midst of all the bad, Paul found some good things to be thankful for. My brother, my sister, I want you to find something good to thank God for. I know there are bad circumstances, but we've already described Paul's predicament in prison and in bondage, but in that predicament, he still found goodness in the fact that friends came to visit him. There will seldom, if ever, be a day when challenging circumstances do not exist in your life. Happiness cannot be based on the fact that everything is going well. You must learn to be happy and thankful when things are not going well. 
When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. Paul thanked God in the absence of material possessions. Being a prisoner, he had no access to material comforts and possessions. Material possessions are good, but our happiness and our gratitude cannot be tied to or based upon them. No matter how much we have, we always can desire more. What we have can always be lost. Things do get rough. Some promise to praise and thank God when the roughness is over. But in the midst of the roughness, we should thank God even before it's over. Thank God for food. Paul took bread and he gave thanks. Thank God for friends. When Paul saw his friends, he thanked God and he took courage. Thank God for victory. Paul said, thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Thank God for the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. The list could be endless. Give thanks and obedience, for this is the will of God concerning you. Thank God because God told us to thank him. And then give thanks by faith. Believe God. Stand strong for the blessings for which you have prayed. Give thanks no matter how bad things are. You've got so much to be thankful for. Complaining leaves you in defeat, but giving thanks serves notice on the devil and on the forces of depression that you intend to fight. Take a stand by giving thanks. When you are thanking God, you are fighting the forces of evil. Giving thanks strengthens the mind so that it will focus on good things rather than on bad things. God wants our thanks. God wants our praise. In the Bible, Jesus came upon 10 men who had been lepers, and they were crying out to Jesus, saying, Jesus, please have mercy upon us. We want to be cleansed. We want to be healed. And Jesus said, go and show yourselves to the priests. And so as they went to show themselves to the priests, Lo and behold, they found that they were cleansed. They were made whole. And nine of them rushed away to visit their families, to check their property, to find out how things were going while they had been away. And only one of them, only one, returned to say thanks to the Lord Jesus. And Jesus had to ask, where are the nine? We're not ten Cleanse, where are the nine? It's not enough just to say thank you, but, but true thanksgiving implies obligation. As when we say, I'm much obliged, I'm much obligated because of your kindness. It implies that you recognize the value of what you have received and that you appreciate it. And God expects more than just a mere thank you. If you're really thankful, you'll accept Jesus Christ as Savior. If you're really thankful, you'll live holy. If you're thankful, you will serve God. You'll praise God in everything. Giving thanks, the Bible says, 
for this is the will of God concerning you. Thank God for friends. You notice, friends came from a pie forum to meet Paul. They traveled more than 40 miles to find and to meet him and to spend time with him. And Paul remembered how in years past he had ministered to them. And now, as he's a prisoner on his way ultimately to his death, these friends came to visit and just to be in their presence. Listen, many of us during this coronavirus epidemic, we're separated from our friends and from those who we love and we're unable to see them. We have not had a full church service together for a long time. But oh, when we get together, we're going to have joy and happiness and we will be able to thank the Lord for all that he has done, how he has brought us through and out of the trials that we will face. Friends are among the most valued possessions that one can have. They're so frequently unappreciated. Husband, wife, family, Paul gave thanks for his friends. Don't let this day escape without you giving God thanks from the bottom of your heart. Yes, this has been a trying year. Yes, some have faced unimaginable challenges. Yes, God says thank him in spite of all. Thank God that you are alive. Thank God that you are able to see his glory being revealed. Lift up your head. Look to God, the author and the finisher of our faith, and be thankful unto him and bless his name. Praise his name. Bless his name. I want everybody to pray with me and give thanks and praise to the omnipotent God who has brought us to this day. Dear God, after the storm, we give you thanks. Dear God, in the midst of trouble and distress, we give you praise. In the midst of it all, dear Lord, you have brought us, you have sustained us, you have kept us, and we praise your name. We look not at the negative, the unfortunate things that may have come our way, but we give you glory and praise because in the midst of it all, you give us food, you give us clothing, you've given us protection. When the enemy has come upon us, you've given us victory and power. And so we give you thanks. Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Dear Lord, I pray your blessing upon every person in this internet audience. I pray, dear God, that you will give them strength, that you will give them courage, that, dear Lord, you will help them emotionally, mentally, spiritually to rise above their dilemmas and their valleys and their problems and walk in victory and in power. My dear brother, sister, if you don't know the Lord Jesus, repeat these words after me, dear Lord. I'm sorry for my sins. Please forgive me for the wrong I've done. I thank you, dear God, that you came all the way from heaven. You hung on a cross. You died for us. And you rose again from the dead. Dear Lord, we believe in you, that you're the Son of God, that you rose from the dead. And dear God, we accept you as our Savior and as our Lord. And we promise to live our life according to your power and your might. 
thank God for this opportunity to praise him and to thank him for all that he is, all that he has done. How blessed we are. When Paul saw his friends coming, he thanked God, and God gave him courage. And I just, in my mind, in my heart, sense the support and the presence and the love of so many of our friends within the congregation of West A and on the internet audience who are with us at this time. We love you and we thank God for you. And your support, your love gives us joy and fulfillment. Please send a gift. Help us to do the work that we're doing for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The, on the screen you will find how you can contribute and support. And so we ask you to show us your support and love, even as we show you our love and our concern for you. God bless you.